what is going on? And welcome back to episode number 60 of my virtual conversation with you, a friend, an acquaintance, or a stranger. This is the Honeycut Scenario with me, Craig. Uh, let's see. It is Monday. It is a gorgeous day here on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Uh, we are on the cusp of solstice. The weather has been stunningly amazing lately. I've been so grateful. Uh, it has been so wonderful to feel the light energy and the breeze and all of that. Father's Day was awesome. So I've been been having a lot of gratitude. What I want to talk today about is a little thing that has happened today I want to inform you about if you're in my network or out of network, either way. Uh, as you might know, if you know me or you've listened to this podcast, I do some advocating, advising, consulting uh, for Carolina Ranch down in Hyde County, North Carolina. So it's about two hours from here to the southwest in eastern North Carolina, which is a vast coastal plain, beautiful. Uh, the Pocosin Lakes Wildlife Area is around there. And Carolina Ranch is a privately owned 15,000 acre ranch that is 80% shrub peatland. Uh, it is currently being brought online as a very large carbon farm. So if you've listened to this podcast or you've been catching up on it, uh, the Post has been doing some cool articles, but uh, shrub peatland is essentially subtropical area peatland, right? So there's peat bogs, which are typically more in colder climates, but there's shrub peatland, which is slightly different, typically has uh, woodland on top of it. Uh, it's 20 feet of living soil that has future medicines in it, and it also just happens to be an unbelievable source of carbon sequestration. So what carbon? So excuse me. What Carolina Ranch has been doing is they've been using the pre-existing canal system to manage water to wet the peat, so that it grows and sequesters more carbon. Now the other side of that is is that peat is an unbelievable fuel source. So if peat catches on fire, it burns for a very long time, uh, and it releases a lot of carbon into the atmosphere, which is not good. Um, so, uh, I was informed today by, uh, Angie Arnold Tooley, who is the manager and the creative director and the visionary over there that, uh, the day before yesterday or last evening, maybe there was a lightning strike on the land, uh, that started a fire and they have been battling that fire today. And so we've been working on a lot of messaging with a variety of news outlets. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on there. Um, so what we know is, uh, the fire started by a lightning strike. Uh, it's a surface fire, which means the peat has not caught fire right now. And that is actually incredible because the idea is that they have been bolstering these canal systems using, starting to use smart water systems to make sure that the water table is nice and strong and that they can keep the peat wet because they want to grow it to sequester more carbon. But they also want to make sure it's more fire resistant. So, so far, the peat has not caught on fire. It's a surface fire. So um, it's nice to see that the techniques are working. Uh, the fire is contained at this time. Um, they estimate between five and 800 acres of land has burnt. Um, it's all on Carolina Ranch, so it hasn't gone over to any public lands. Um, and the, uh, the fire teams have been coming from the North Carolina Forest Service, and they've been doing a great job. And they've been supported by teams from the uh, North Carolina Fish and Wildlife Department. So um, 
great stuff on the ground. There's also been a huge community outreach uh, down in Hyde County. People have been showing up to be incredibly helpful. Um, so I know that everybody at Carolina Ranch is totally stoked, and I'm totally stoked. Um, they will also be bringing more water into the water table and the canal systems coming from uh, New Lake, which is right next door. Um, so as I mentioned, it's Pocosin Lakes Wildlife Area. So there's a bunch of lakes down there, which are actually Carolina Bays, which are very interesting in terms of their uh, origin. But uh, very some, some good water coming in there. Um, and then uh, we know that the fire started on the backside of the ranch where the lightning strike was. And it was on the carbon farm, but then it moved over to the tree farm. And they've got a contain now. And like I said, no peat caught on fire as of yet. Um, and they've just been trying to keep people off the property because people want to come look at the fire. And you can't do that. So that's uh, what's been going on on the ranch. And it has been stressful for the team on the ground and and there's some pretty amazing imagery of the teams working down there but so far so good in terms of the management and what's really really important about this is the idea of climate resilience the importance of st- a strong freshwater water table the importance of land management um like I said, there is a Washington Post article that was just put out about uh, the work that the Nature Conservancy was doing in the area, who you know worked with uh, Terra Carbon and East Carolina University to kind of work on a methodology around carbon sequestration and carbon credits around managing peat. Because the thing is, is like up into southern from southern Virginia all the way down into Georgia, all along the coast here, there's all of this. Pete Shrubland, which is incredibly powerful for research. There's a bunch of medicine in there. There's all kinds of microbes and fungal stuff going on there that has future usage, but also, too, uh, it prevents fire, right? If you manage the water to this, it doesn't catch on fire, which is really important because you can't have that carbon going into the atmosphere. And then the added benefit is that when you manage the water correctly and the peat grows, it actually sequesters more carbon. Um, There's other angles to this. So here on the Outer Banks, we are pulling off of the upper Yorktown aquifer, which is up inland East Carolina, and we get our fresh water from there. So there are half a million new people here per week in the summer. Uh, so we have this the population of a small city that turns over every week here. We take it for granted that we have fresh water. Um, one of the things that's a big threat on aquifers up and down the coastal plains is saltwater intrusion, right? So this is where the whole idea of climate change and climate heat, uh, the things getting hotter and the saltwater like increasing and encroaching in there. So not it's like there's all kinds of things that are going on there. So when you have these buffers with these incredible peatlands, right, which are considered blacklands, pocosins, which is a swamp on the hill. So they're, you know, not so great for agriculture, but they're great for what we're talking about here, which is resilience, right? Resilience against fire, resilience against saltwater intrusion, incursion, uh, which is also important for storms, uh, resilience against uh, too much carbon in the atmosphere. So it's like a it's like a super powered dirt. And what we're seeing right now on Carolina ranch is an experiment in real time. Can you manage water to peat and keep it safe from fire? And can you make it grow and sequester carbon? Um, so far it looks like, yes, uh, we'll be talking with the fire teams again tomorrow. We'll be making some more announcements on a few different news outlets and on the Carolina ranch social media. And I'll also be talking about it here. Um, so I'm really stoked to uh, be part of this team with them because it's the right kind of project, right? It sparks the imagination, right? Save the world. Keep it from catching on fire. Pull carbon out of the atmosphere. 
Use your imagination to protect the earth. Um, things like that. So that's what I know about that. I hope you're doing good. Take care of yourself. Pay attention. We'll talk soon. Thank you.